All right, I'm Pastor Paul Burnett, and I want to welcome you to this Faith Builders Church live stream. This is part four of four of your identity is in Christ. Don't forget it. Make it the central focus of your entire life. Get up in the morning and just confess over yourself, my identity is Christ, my identity is Christ. Yeah, but didn't you do this and didn't you say that and didn't you you know, cause this problem and that problem? Yes, I did and I confess those sins before the Father and I claim the identity of Christ this morning. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, a brand new creation in Him. Behold, everything in my life is becoming new. I am becoming more and more influenced by the nature of Christ, the anointing, the anointed one. Hallelujah. I mean, I take possession of every part of God's plan that he has for me, for the body of Christ, for his will to be done on earth as it already is in heaven. I've been empowered by the power of the Holy Ghost because Jesus said that he went to the Father and when he did, he said he would send the Comforter, the Holy Spirit. And I have been endued with the same power that launched the church in Pentecost. I walk in dominion, power, authority, abundance, favor, blessing, and increase all the days of my life. There is no weapon fa fashioned against me that can prosper. I am the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In and of myself, I am nothing. But in Christ, I have become even holy as God is holy. I thank God every single day that I no longer am living by my sin nature, but I am now living by the very nature and essence of the power of Christ that was shed abroad for me so that I could be empowered and become whole in who I was so that I could become everything that God created me to become. Hallelujah. If that doesn't get you excited, then you need to get saved. Praise the Lord. Because everything I just declared, I declared not only over myself, but over anyone who will believe that Jesus Christ has overcome the influence of that sinful nature and has empowered us with the nature of himself. I want to read a scripture, and it's found in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9 through 10. It says, For God saved us, hallelujah, and called us to live a holy life. And trust me, you can't live a holy life by yourself. You're going to have to have the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus to live that holy life. He did this not because we deserved it, but because that was his plan from before the beginning of time to show us his grace through Jesus Christ. And now he has made all of this plain to us by the appearing of Christ Jesus, our Savior. He broke the power of sin and death 
and illuminated the way to life and immortality through the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You see, the gospel of Jesus Christ is not just a list of do's and don'ts. It is an empowerment to live under the authority and the jurisdiction of God through Jesus Christ so that you're not living under the authority and jurisdiction of the world and the sinful nature that you had before you received Jesus Christ. You know what? You're in this world, but you're not of it. And praise the Lord God is revealing a, a, an incredible plan to you as you continue to develop who you are in Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. It's just time to get over our indifferences, over our problems, let go of our sinful nature and the need to crawl through broken glass to somehow accomplish what God has already accomplished for us. Praise the Lord. Look what the Lord has done. Done. Finished. Over. He has finished it. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, which means that He is at rest in His perfect work that He's accomplished for you, that He's accomplished through me. That is the good news. We need the good news. We don't need the bad news. We don't need to live based on the bad news. We need to live as empowered believers in the finished work of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. He has overcome sin. He has overcome death. He has overcome every obstacle that would get in the way of us living a holy existence. As He is holy, so are we through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Colossians 3, 1-11 says this, since you have been raised to new life. Hallelujah. New life. What is the new life? The new life is your identity in Christ. And it says, since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven. So whatever's in heaven and how it works there is exactly how it works here. Some of y'all out there are just waiting for the sweet by and by to get to heaven. I'm telling you, you could walk in heaven here on earth through the finished work of Jesus Christ by believing with all your heart that you possess the identity of Christ in your life. And it says, set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of the earth. For you died to the old sinful nature life and have adopted a new anointing of Christ's life in your life. It says, so you died to that life. Your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, you grab a hold of that right there. When Christ... The anointing of the anointed one is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all of God's glory. Your real life, it says here, is hidden with Christ. The real life, not the counterfeit life, not the, the life that's been deceived from the truth about who you are as a believer. You've got to dismantle every idea 
that your sinful nature has influence over the nature of the anointing of Christ in your life. That's the biggest lie of the devil. And I'm telling you, if I was the devil, and thank God that I'm not, hallelujah, thank God that I'm not the devil. But if I was the devil, I would want to institute in God's church that the sinful nature is more powerful than the nature of Christ. Because if I could do that, then I could continue to deceive every believer in that church. The moment we can identify with who we are in Christ and bring that identity into our lives and let go of the old identity, then you're going to begin to discover that you overpower the enemy with that anointing in your life and you carry that anointing everywhere you go so that everything you put your hand to prospers. Every place that your feet carry you, it's yours for the kingdom of God. And it's not like you're some supernatural whatever. No, the anointing is supernatural and it has empowered you to become supernatural so that the efforts that you put in are no longer just the efforts of your own, but they are now empowered with the anointing of Christ. And even though you're falling short of the glory of God every step of the way, praise the Lord, the influence of the sin isn't greater than the influence of Christ, which you have adopted into your life is really good stuff and this is the stuff that the church needs to hear and needs to apply in every area of their life and it says this so put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you the sinful earthly things lurking within you You've got to put those things to death once and for all under the authority and the jurisdiction of who you are in Jesus Christ. Have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy, for a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world, because these sins anger, the, because of these sins, the anger of God is coming. You used to do those things when your life was still a part of the world. But now is the time to get rid of, and this is really the, 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 the things I'm about to list here are really the motivators for the things I just read to you. So the, the idolatry and the worshiping of things of the world and sexual immorality and impurity, all those kinds of things. But right here is how those things actually come to life. It says, but now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, and dirty language. Don't lie to each other, for you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all of its wicked deeds. Now you need to put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. You see, if we don't get rid of the anger and the rage and all of the slander and the dirty language stuff, I mean, 
and dirty language just ain't swearing, man. Some of the dirty language is just like, man, the wrong thing coming out of your mouth, the wrong confession coming out of your mouth. It isn't the Word of God coming out of your mouth. It's something else, and you're perpetuating something that is designed to kill you and every person around you. you got to clean up those words. you got to be willing to strip off that old sinful nature because the nature of those kinds of things and and, and sexual immorality and all that stuff is a lack of understanding who you are in Jesus Christ because the behaviors will, you, you'll gladly change the behaviors that you're exhibiting and try better and live a more, uh, 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 make more righteous choices in your life if you'll begin to understand who you are in Jesus Christ. But if you don't know that, you're not going to become more like Him and you're going to look at having to do the things that God wants you to do as a burden. It's not a burden, I promise you that. You know, one moment of God's favor changed your whole life forever. And it's not like you're going to be able to turn the hand of God or you're going to be able to move the hand of God. But I will tell you this, that the hand of God is already moving on your behalf. And if you begin to align with that movement and align with that purpose and align with, with that plan, you will find tremendous success in every area of your life. And you will ultimately become more like Him and take on the identity of Christ more and more and more. It says in verse 11, in this new life, it doesn't matter if you are a Jew or a Gentile. It doesn't matter if you're black, Chinese, white, Mexican. It doesn't matter what side of the street you, you were born on or the tracks you were born on. It doesn't matter how much money you have, how much education you have, how much good you've done, how much bad you've done. None of that. It doesn't matter if you're circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters and he lives in all of the believers you got to grab a hold of that you got to know that there listen we can talk about all the, the the things that how i'm different than you are and you're different than i am and you know these these are, are different than those and all that kind of stuff that is a bunch of of nonsense we're all unique not just as a culture not just as a, 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 a financial class of people, not just as an educated class of people, not whether I'm Baptist or, or whether I'm, 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 I'm you know, Christian non-denominational. All that stuff is just a bunch of, of, of things that we get to say, well, I'm different than you are, and so on and so forth. Listen, there are no two people on the planet that are exactly the same. I've been married to my wife for longer than I've been not married to my wife. And we've been through many, many things together. And I tell you, the way it affects her and the way it affects me is unique to each of us. We got to let go of all these petty differences and we got to let go of all these religious ideas and we got to just let go of all that stuff, forsake it all, so that we can accept everything that Christ is in our lives. Christ wants to empower us, his people, in, I mean, ways that we cannot explain. But if we don't allow that to happen the way he wants it to happen, 
we're just going to perpetuate a whole bunch of other stuff, and we're going to be more focused on our ministries and our, our, our good deeds and, you know, how good of a father I can be to be at all the soccer games and be at all the karate practices and, you know, go through all those kinds of motions, be the best grandparent in the world and feed our, ki- our grandkids everything they want and, you know, pamper them and the whole thing. You can go through that kind of life and praise the Lord, you know, that's a life you can live. But I'm here to tell you, if you're doing those kinds of things and you don't understand that your identity is in Christ, it is not going to come with the anointing and the power of Christ and you're just going through the motions of your life. Do everything you do as unto the Lord himself. Well, who is the Lord? Jesus, the Christ, the anointing, and the anointed one who has given us a brand new nature of his presence that has replaced that old sinful nature and has empowered us to do the things that he's called us to do. I've been looking forward to get into this next scripture. And it's found in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 11 to 21. I want to show you just how powerful Christ really, really is. And, and, and this scripture really brings it all together. It says, Because we understand our fearful responsibility to the Lord, to the Lord, fearful responsibility to the Lord. Well, what is the responsibility? It's to understand that my identity is in Christ. Man, and that's a difficult thing when you want to go back to your old sinful nature. It says, we work hard to persuade others. God knows we are sincere. And I hope you know this too. We are commending ourselves, are we commending ourselves to you again? No, we are giving you a reason to be proud of us. And this is the ministers ministering to the, the, the congregation. It says, so you can answer those who brag about having a spectacular ministry (laughs) rather than having a sincere heart for the things of God. I don't want to get off on that, but man alive, I've seen so many people who get caught up in ministry and the ministry becomes more important than the relationship with the body of Christ, with with the, the plan that God has for them and everything else. And next thing you know, they're off doing their own thing in the name of the Lord, but they've been distracted by their spectacular ministry and it leads them astray. Oh, how I long for the day, and I believe God longs for the day where we aren't as focused on our spectacular ministries as we are in just being real and just being who God's called us to be through the finished work of Jesus Christ and sharing that simply with others. If it seems we are crazy, it's to bring glory to God. And if we, and, and if we, and if we are in our right minds, it is for your benefit. Either way, Christ's love controls us. Hallelujah. Some people don't like being controlled, but I tell you, you're not going to live a godly life without the control of Christ taking on that specific identity and not going back to that old identity. Since we believe that Christ died for all, we also believe that we have died to our old life. Praise the Lord. He died for everyone, 
that those who receive the new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ, the anointing and the anointed one that has replaced the sinful nature with the nature of Christ himself, who died and was raised for them. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. Praise the Lord. Can't wait for that one to happen as well in the body of Christ. At one time, we thought of Christ merely as a human point of view. How differently we know him now. How is it different now? Because they had taken on the identity of Christ. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ, anyone who belongs to the anointing and the anointed one has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through the anointing and the anointed one. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. This isn't just for you. This isn't just for me. It's for the whole world. For God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. Just come back to God. I had the opportunity to pray for a young man uh, a few weeks ago, and I just said, man, just come back. If you sin, don't run away from God. Run to God. Praise the Lord. And I want to close with this final scripture found in verse 21. It says, for God made the anointing and the anointed one who never sinned to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Jesus Christ. Well, this is your opportunity to receive Jesus Christ. This is your opportunity to be empowered by the nature of Christ so that you can overcome and overpower the nature of sin. Christ, the anointing, and the anointed one. You are no longer what you were once you receive him into your life. Hallelujah. you got to do it every day, though. But let's get our hearts right with Christ right now. If you want to come to Christ or come back to Christ, let's just say this prayer together. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you right now to become the Lord of my life. Holy Spirit, come live inside of me. Empower me with the identity of Christ. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Well, if you said that prayer and you believe with all your heart, you can now begin to replace your old identity with the identity of Christ day by day by day. Get plugged into a local church. We have church services on Sundays right here at 949 East Bell in Phoenix, Arizona at both 9 o'clock and 1030. And we want to invite you to come here. Bring a friend. Bring someone that needs Christ. Bring someone that needs a miracle. We'll be praying for people. Pastor Barb will have a message just for that person, just for you. But you got to be here to receive it. We'll also have those services online for you as well. God bless you all and continue to walk in your identity in Christ.